gets worse and the heart gets harder. We made mad love, shadow love, random love, and abandoned love. Accidentally, like a martyr. The hood gets worse and the heart gets harder. Good morning. You're listening to the Up and Running Morning Show on 98.1 KZE. I am Rick, your host, and it's always a great pleasure to be here with you. Joining us live in the studio this morning is Caroline Phipps. You can find out more about her great services and so much more by visiting carolinephipps.com. And we are currently exploring our inner elegance, aren't we, Caroline? We are, Rick, and you look so elegant today. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I I do my best when I wake up and, you know, I I come in and I try my best. Looking good. And so are you this fine morning. And we are in the midst of exploring the leverage of love. What's on the agenda today, Caroline? Well, the interesting thing about leveraging love is that there are many, many ways to do it. And everything has a light side and a dark side, even love. And the interesting thing about shadow love, and I call it shadow love because I believe that sometimes our behavior around love, whether consciously or unconsciously, can have a kind of shadowy side to it where we're masquerading as giving love, but often it's actually the opposite. Mm. It's, uh, it's a manipulation or an entanglement, and we're running things on guilt and shame, all done under the guise of giving love. And so... I call it shadow because often you can't quite see what's going on. Hmm. And like you mentioned, you know, giving love. The shadow love is the opposite. It's taking love like you demand it like it's yours and it should be. I'm entitled to it. Yes, I think there's an entitlement uh, around it. And if the shadow starts to get completely out of control which it can in many areas of our life, shadow love can turn up. Wherever love turns up, the shadow can turn up. So we know a little bit about the shadow in romantic love. In our adult partnership love, we can descend into the shadow when we feel uh, threatened or we're in a power struggle with our partner or something like that. But the shadow can also turn up, for example, in parents, let's say, who find it very difficult to let their children go. They tend not to empower them and send them out on their way, but often entrap them and keep them emotionally close. Right, and uh, the term kept under the wing pops up and not letting the child fly and be, well, free to explore different things because they're being protected. 
Yes, and that's the interesting side to it, isn't it? Because the love is dished out as, oh, I'm protecting you. And of course we need to protect our children, but we also need to empower them to go out to become fully functioning adults in their own right and free to come and go with us rather than make them feel as if they have to stay with us. And also the protection, too, of like, for instance, when it comes to sports, like, okay, you're a young man and you want to play football, but do you know how physically demanding it is? And you're going to get hurt rather than, you know, go ahead and explore this sport that you love. It gets more protected. Like, I'd rather you didn't. But then comes the boundary of when do you decide to either let go or in yeah and it's it's a it's can be a fine line can't it mm. because there are moments especially with our teenagers when we know they don't know what's best for them but at the same time if they don't start to go out and work out what's what in life and take some risks and see what they can and cannot do and what they're capable of you know they don't grow in the way that we we need them to But there's another side to shadow love around children because children are quite capable of demonstrating shadow love with their parents. Mm. The idea that they can withhold love from their parents, you know, in order to get an emotional advantage or or a material advantage. And you see that a lot. And I think they they can learn that from a very early age. Mm. And how do you go about not teaching that? I mean, you try not to, but sometimes they pick up on it and they know. They do. (laughs) And I think the thing to do there is to not fall for it, really. (laughs) Easier said than, than done, I'm sure. Yeah, when you get a sweet, beautiful child looking at you, winking her eyes, going, please, daddy. What do you do? Yeah, absolutely. And I think if the please daddy is going in a good direction, it's a beautiful thing. But if it's to try to get something that's not appropriate, I think that, you know, the um, I hate you, daddy, Mm. will probably be gone in a few hours once, you know, life moves on. But it can be very hard to withstand the shadow. The shadows are very, very strong sort of undertow in our leveraging love thing what brings about this shadow love what is the primary cause of this and why if we're so shining in light is there a shadow cast my belief is and i've tried to examine this in myself that when we start to feel ourselves going down the road of shaming and guilting other people into doing what we want or staying with us or whatever it is we're looking for, that generally speaking, that comes from a solid core of fear Mm. in our very being. And it's generally a a fear of our very survival. Like, for instance, if you leave me, I won't know what to do with myself. Which, of course, we all know is a an interesting statement in itself. But it's more out of the fear of, what do I do alone? And does it mean that I'm not going to survive? Right. 
Does it mean that being on my own, it's not possible to function? Does it mean, God forbid, that I'm unlovable? And those are the fears. And that's what people are afraid of in a relationship. But why is it that sometimes, no matter how great the relationship is, like one could say to the other in a relationship, we're madly in love, we love each other. And why does the shadow pop up and make people do strange things that they wouldn't normally do? But again, it's out of fear, like, you know, cyber stalking or something like that. I think what happens, especially with couples and with romantic love, is as human beings, we tend to grow at different rates. We're on different parts of the journey at different times. Mm -hmm. And... I think it's almost impossible for couples to grow at the same time all of the time. So there are those moments when your partner may have a growth spurt. So you may get the situation, for example, uh, your partner may come to you and say, I'd really like to go on vacation to the Indian ashram to find myself and I need to do that alone. Now, it's a perfectly legitimate request, but we may then think, oh, my goodness, it's all about me. This person doesn't want to be with me anymore. You know, why don't they want to go to the beach with me? Why are they wanting to go to the ashram? And it's, it's, a, it's a fear-based thing about we're, we're meant to be together all the time, aren't we? So then we go into that place of uh, control and manipulation often and start doing that shadowy thing. Like, how come you would rather do that than spend time with me? Why do you need to be alone? Exactly. And that's when we can start to manipulate our relationships. Mm. And if we can step outside of our fears a little bit and put some air around them, and we're always going to feel fearful. We're human beings, right? So... If we can put some space in there and think, this is making me feel fearful. You know, my partner wants to go to India on a spiritual trip, and this is making me feel fearful. Now, why is that? Fear. Fear. And so the most wonderful thing and the most loving thing we can do for the other person is to say, yes, please go, because... Generally speaking, we know that that person is going to go off and do that and then return to us replenished with great stories and with wonderful experiences to share. And they won't be feeling shackled and manipulated mm. because once we feel guilted into doing something and being somewhere and being with somebody, we tend to start to get sort of passive aggressive about the way that we behave and when the shadow gets completely out of control we can even turn into emotional vampires mm. and that sounds very dramatic but you know <laughs> vampires live off the blood of others right <laughs> emotional vampires live off the emotional content of other people 
and run their whole energetic system around sucking energy from the other people around them. And and we've been in situations like that. We've been in situations where we've been the needy people yes. wanting the emotional um, pullback. But we've also been in situations where we have felt, gosh, I'm being sucked dry by this situation and I am exhausted and I'm, I don't like it. So it's really all about understanding and recognizing the fears that drive the shadow love behavior in, in whichever area of our lives it shows up. Now, what is the best solution to do that? And we mentioned that maybe setting the other person free is the best answer. I believe it is, ultimately. It's it's hard to do. And you have to have a lot of self-esteem to do that. And it's a lot of trust. And in a great relationship, trust is key. So you can trust someone to go off and enjoy their experience and come back with those experiences, which will enhance your own relationship as opposed to why are you doing this without me? How could you do that without me? Because we're a couple. That's right. And I, I think that when somebody is with us because they feel manipulated into being with us, it's a little bit like always having your dog on a chain, right? Mm. It's just a wonderful thing when you know that the, that the person is with you because they really want to be with you. Mm. And that's the best feeling in the world. And we know even if it's a little bit unconsciously, when we've manipulated a situation to be with somebody, we do at our heart know that that is not so satisfying. True. So what suggestions do you have for folks? I think really to try to pay attention to how we're feeling when we're in these interactions with other people and try to examine where, to, first of all, to examine the fact that this is fear, right? Because mm. often we cover it up with all sorts of other right. things. And, like, and we rationalize our, our way out of it, no matter what. Yeah, exactly. So, so to try to realize that we're only human and we're always going to feel fearful and we're always going to be fearful about our survival and whether we're lovable. So to try to put some some air in there and work out what it is about the situation. And of course, there are times when the relationship is breaking down and those fears of ours about the relationship breaking down are, are real. But then it's good to be able to examine that in a more grown up way. Right. And know where the fear is coming from or where it emanates and why you feel that way. And then you stand a chance of being able to behave in a way that even if you maybe don't like what the situation is, you're not being sort of led off down a blind alley with all sorts of emotions running wild and knee-jerk reactions that aren't helping the situation because people are always um, better off when they can at least come together with some authenticity and we can speak the truth about how we feel. And that's a great solution to fear is truth. 
Yeah, absolutely. What a lovely slogan that is. Hmm. Keep coming up with them. Caroline, it's always a pleasure to have you here. And your Leveraging Love series, folks can check out archived editions of these discussions that Caroline and I have here on 981KZE. And you can visit carolinephipps.com. Caroline, do you offer uh, counseling sessions? Um, yes, I do. People seem to be very interested at the moment in exploring inner elegance, which I'm very excited about. And so please email me and I will pick, as I did last month, another person for an inner elegance counseling session. And you mean complimentary. I do. Those four letters besides love that we really enjoy when put together is the word free. Absolutely. So Caroline at CarolinePhipps.com. Send your emails, your questions. If you have any thoughts or stories about leveraging love or shadow love, Caroline at CarolinePhipps.com. And check out CarolinePhipps.com. You can listen to archived um, discussions that we've had in the past and win yourself a free counseling session with Caroline Phipps. Caroline, thank you so much for being here. It's been an absolute pleasure, Rick. Thank you for having me. All right. Look forward to next month. And please check out carolinephipps.com. I am Rick. You're listening to 98.1 KZE. This is the Up and Running Morning Show. The New York Times says the Town Crier Cafe offers down-home access to world-class performers. The Wall Street Journal calls it the finest roots music club. And since 1972, Hudson Valley music fans have called it an unforgettable night out with intimate performances and fine dining.